Welcome to Directly You. I almost forgot what I say during this thing. I am an AJ. <laughs> I am a sick AJ from Fanatics 4. We record a podcast. I'm joined by Parker. He's also from Fanatics 4. The podcast I'm talking about is Directly to You, dude. We do it every week, even when I'm dying. Uh, <laughs> you can support the show by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4, twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4, and give $4.99. It doesn't even got to be your $4.99. It could be Mr. Bezos's bucks, dude. You just got to link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. You get a Prime Gaming sub. And you give it or to sometimes just go to Twitch at all, and maybe mm. you'll just get a gift sub randomly. It's true. You know? Could happen. That's true. So uh, just go check out Twitch regardless. Just also. go to Twitch, dude, and follow us on Twitter. Um, follow Fanatics 4 on Twitter, too, because Fanatics 4 is the only one that's guaranteed to definitely tweet when I'm live. Sometimes I forget. <laughs> um, but then that's how you know when I'm live and whatnot. Or, you know, follow on Twitch. Uh, also, in exchange for the subscription, if you do that, you get loyalty badges, you get emotes, you get free Switch keys from time to time. It's a good old fun time. And you get access to the Supporters Only Discord, where you can listen to us record this show live. It's good on fun. You can comment in the supporters thing it's great it's mm-hmm. a fun time uh but you can join the discord for the free by going to the link in the description uh we play video it's games true. on the show <laughs> what video game are you playing right now i i like that you said video game singular because that's fairly accurate yes <laughs> <laughs> um I, it's a okay it's a little inaccurate because oh we never talked about Mario Party last week because we were like, oh, we'll talk about it this week. But uh-huh. now Wait, we can we? talk about it this week. I thought we did talk about Mario. Did we not? I don't, I don't think we did. Yeah, because we were like, oh, we'll respond to your video comments next week. Oh, so yeah. True. Now we get to talk about Mario Party because um, I didn't last time. So, but I will say, yeah, Animal Crossing, Mario Party, those are the two things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to start with Mario Party because whatever, it's it has more conclusive final thoughts, whereas Animal Crossing feels so open ended. You know, mm-hmm. we could talk about it. Very long time. Um, Mario Party is really fun. It's just really good. That's really all there is to it, as far as like just being a Mario Party game. Um, so I mean, we played with friends, and it's you know the standard affair uh, went well and stuff. And I even went back, and this is uh, you know very much who I am as a gamer, as contrasted to like probably something you would never do, AJ. I guess is um, you know like if you play a game and you don't and you stop it before it's done, it'll just save it. And it like, yeah. you can continue it later, whatever. Um, and then if you go back and like, so we had a couple of games, we just never finished with somebody cause they had to go or something like that. So we had like three or four open ones. And I was like, yeah, I've played some animal crossing, but I'm like, I just want to play something for a couple of minutes or a little bit of time. And so I just wanted to clear out those save slots for no good reason. Not like I was going to use them, but just like, it was annoying that it keep, kept being like, do you want to continue these games? I was mm. like, no, I don't want to continue those games. So I just went in single player and just played it by myself against CPUs and finished yeah, no, out those I games. Ne- I would literally never yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, A, it was a pretty fun time. Um, so that's good. B, the um, there, I think, because we set several of the CPUs when I play with Ashley, um, the normal difficulty is pretty toxic still. Like it's decently good at the games, but not it's, you know, it's probably somewhere between like around our level of good at the games. Like it's not amazing, but it's like, it's okay. Um, It could win, but it doesn't usually. But as far as like the board game part of it, it's super toxic. Like it does the smart things, which the smart things are always going to be toxic, you know, like, um, yeah, so that's that's just what it is. And so uh, I, we set 
the difficulty to easy. However, at this point in the game, I've we've played a bunch of games. So I've leveled up to level like 50 within the thing. Mm-hmm. And for sure, the AI gets harder the more you play the, more the game. You level up. Oh, okay. 1000%. Because mm-hmm. like we were playing it last night with Mitch and like the easy CPU was just not anywhere in the same league as easy CPU when we first started, where it was like, it was just a gimme. And now it's like, man, that's kind of like, it it still does some smart things. It's pretty toxic half the time. (laughs) So I'm afraid of the normal and hard ones at this point. But um, yeah, all that said, it was a fun time. There were some funny little moments that if I was streaming, it would have been funnier for then more people could have enjoyed it and said it was just, just me enjoying it by myself which always feels a little silly but um streamed it dude you have i know (laughs) i need to like find like get all that situated because like i even during my week of vacation was like i'm gonna stream at some point and then just like never it's such an undertaking to make it happen (laughs) i think well i don't know i don't know if you've tested it at all with the new computer but i think that like that's a lot of it is that you're like overthinking it like as far as like i gotta like making an event <laughs> i gotta tell people it's like, yeah well, it's less even that more <laughs> the tech the technology side of like other times where i've been like i'll just try it real quick mm-hmm. and then it's been like all sorts of roadblocks because i still have the hd 60s not the 60s oh, yeah, and that like yeah. makes things more complicated and stuff so mm-hmm, yeah. yeah i try to hit up elgato about it yeah yeah, I'll, I'll do it's that. Pro- and and if- you might be outside of the time, but if you, it depends on the customer service person that you get, they might still like swap it out for you. That's true. So yeah, that's a, that's Mario party. In any case, I've been playing that. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk more animal crossing in a bit. So, but yeah, you've been playing anything else. That's not, uh, no. Um, well, actually, I mean, kind of, I'm playing Pokemon a little bit. Um, Pokemon Go also is a thing that I mess with every once in a yeah. while. And I get shinies in that game for free, dude. It's, <laughs> it ain't even no thing. Um, <laughs> there was like, is so, that for community specifically or just like, no, whenever? just randomly, just getting shiny. <laughs> just like, it's crazy. All my shiny luck from the uh, from the Dynamax Adventures transferred completely to Pokemon yeah. Go, I and just... not to Bulbasaur. <laughs> yeah, not to Bulbasaur. I can't get the shiny Bulbasaur for not. And that's the, like I'm pretty like I'm lucky with getting mm-hmm. shinies generally. The only time I'm not is when I'm trying to get shinies. <laughs> like I'm very bad, or I uh-huh. had very bad luck. Very bad. I have very bad luck at getting the shinies when I'm trying to get the shiny. But when I'm not uh-huh. trying to get the shiny, I got shinies coming out from all over the place, dude. It's wild. Um, but yeah, I got a shiny Lapras yesterday. Nice. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. You tweeted it. It was high. You got a shiny but- Eevee like a couple days before yeah, that. I, I remember yeah, seeing. I have multiple shiny Eevees in fact. man. I I have choices now, which would I want to evolve? I'm probably going to keep one at Eevee and then do mm-hmm. Sylveon and then do Umbreon because they're blue and Eevee's shiny. I guess, and you can you can like force Umbreon and some of the other ones, right? Because you can't force. I think your first Jolteon, Vaporeon, and Flareon, you can make it happen. You can force all of them, but I'm talking oh, really? about okay. I'm going to transfer them to oh gotcha to the video yeah. game because you can only force all of them one time. Like they like yes, made right. up nicknames. So like in like yeah. with the first three evolution or maybe even five, mm-hmm. um, there's like canon nicknames from the anime that if you mm-hmm. name them that they will automatically evolve yep. to whatever the corresponding 
evolution is. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's now a nickname for all of them, but I already did all that. So it's like, yeah. I can't even. In I think you I can still do it with Umbreon by having a certain, uh, like having it be your friend for a while and yeah. then doing it at nighttime. Well, I think it guarantees well, it's that's still. that's not forcing it. That's but just it's... doing it the regular way. Yeah, oh, okay. Just, yeah, yeah. That's gotcha. just evolving him the regular way. <laughs> yes. Um, so. Accurate. And that would take longer than just doing it. A hundred percent it would. Um, yes. <laughs> so I'm just going to transfer three of my shot. I have like six shiny EVs or something Goodness like gracious. that. gracious. Um, so I'm going to transfer three of them and then have a regular shiny one and a shiny Umbreon and a shiny Sylveon because those mm-hmm. are only good ones. Uh, the rest mm-hmm. of them suck. Because uh, like... Espeon's green, mm-hmm. ill. Um, <laughs> I think Jolteon might be green too. Gross. I think, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, and then in Flareon, who cares? Flareon sucks. It doesn't even matter what color Flareon is. Is it just me? Or like if I Google a shiny Pokemon, half the time I just feel like something like the, the screen is wrong. You know what I mean? Like it's not that, oh, that's the actual color of the thing. It just like specifically if I Google shiny Jolteon, it just looks like, oh, something happened to that image. Like they put a weird filter <laughs> they, on they it accidentally. It yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, that's ugly. <laughs> There's so many better options that get have gone with, but yeah, that's, that's not the one. Most of the shiny Pokemon are mad. That's cat. Most of the old shiny Pokemon are mid. I'll agree with that because um, a lot of them just defaulted to green. <laughs> like they had very limited colors to, yeah. to pick from. <laughs> Ashley has a shiny Charmeleon as her buddy, um, but she doesn't have, uh, what's it called? Backgrounds walking adventure mode enabled. Oh, yeah, um, so she doesn't really get very many steps very often because Oof. it's only while it's open. Yeah, you gotta like, and, turn the game on. Yeah, so like to get a hundred kinnies, it's you know taking forever and we don't see Charmanders or Charmeleons very often these days. So we're not getting a lot of new candies. However, I'm very excited for whatever point she finally does get the hundred candies and evolves into a Charizard. I don't think she's seen a shiny Charizard oh, before. Yeah. And that's going to be like a fun little reveal. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. If you haven't seen Shiny Charizard, look up Shiny Charizard. Shiny Charizard <laughs> is the only, I mean, it's just consistent with the, the starters in general for Gen 1, but it's the only <laughs> good one. It is literally the only good one. The other I mean, I love Blastoise, but suck. I'll agree. Shiny Blastoise, <laughs> I just looked it up and it's trash. Why? It's trash, dude. Um, <laughs> Shiny Charizard is the only one that's good. I mean, Shiny Venusaur is fine. It's... Yeah, it's, it also sucks. It's also it's also bad. Um, because it's like it's another one of those shinies that, like, if you look at it, it's like, yeah, this is shiny. But yeah, it's like how Corviknight was from you, where I like freaking yeah. just randomly <laughs> ran into a shiny Corviknight at four a.m. on a Tuesday or something, and I was like, is this shiny? <laughs> I guess so. And then I caught yeah. it and I was like, oh yeah, it's shiny. That's yep. how those shinies are. It's like, <laughs> is it shiny question mark? But Charizard's like, yeah. oh shoot, you're you're definitely shiny. There's no mistaking that. Here's the question. On I was about to say, how come shiny Pikachu is so just terribly trash boring? But then thinking about it a bit more, I wonder if they didn't want to complicate the Pikachu branding anymore. And they just wanted it, you know, because he's a mascot or whatever. And they were like, it's it's still yellow. Like, it's the same. Like, nobody's going to get confused and be like, is this? Inf-? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, whereas Charizard, they love to do like different flares on Charizard. But Pikachu's pretty standard all the time. There's not like a glaring form of Pikachu or any yeah. of that kind of thing. That's the only Maybe. explanation that I can think of. Because <laughs> otherwise, yeah. like, do a better job. <laughs> I can see that. 
But at the same time, I feel like they like almost across the board with the early um, Pokemon, the shinies mm-hmm. are just really conservative yeah. <laughs> to put it nicely. Yeah, they're, they're like, ah, just, you know, change the hue a little bit. It's either change the hue a little bit or make it green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the, <laughs> like uh, other than that, there's like few exceptions, like freaking yeah. Magic Gyarados. Cool. Gyarados yeah. is cool. Yeah, Magic um, is cool. I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. I have a, have a shiny Magic Carp and a shiny Gyarados. I think actually I do too. That's yeah, one of the only ones that yeah, I've that got. One's, that's oh. a, those are fake shinies. They're fake because um, mm. it was during the that event. Oh, gotcha. So I, I, made I, think a, I made it a point to catch two of them. <laughs> one of mine, I don't know when I got them, but I think I've caught two and they one might have been during an event and the other one I think wouldn't have been, I guess, if they only did the event once. Gotcha. But, they might yeah, have done I don't, one of the ones. I don't know. I don't have um, a lot of shinies, but I feel like it's those. usually like a Chinese New Year's thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes um, sense. So they might have did it mm-hmm. at least two times. I don't know. Speaking of Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearls coming out next week. What are your it's thoughts true. about that? In, you know, prior to it coming out. Uh, you know, it's Pokemon. I see people are mad <laughs> that it's like it's. <laughs> I can't believe this game is Pokemon Diamond. I'm so angry. It's Pokemon yeah. Diamond, um, and it's like shut up man and i'm like yeah if you're not if you don't want to buy it don't buy it period did we find out i mean maybe this is leak territory i'd guess i wouldn't know mm-hmm. if they did any of the platinum changes that people were i think some of they- it it's okay. like platinum influence but it's not like a lot of platinum stuff and there's like i think the most of what people are mad about is that it's not a lot of like brand new stuff mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. like again freaking arceus dude like yes right that's I think the new are, stuff a one thousand percent that i think you know it's kind of a um a double-edged sword from game freaks perspective or well from pokemon company's perspective that like probably this this is my guess as to how this all came about they were like we need to make gen 4 remakes and then at some point they decided what about instead of like trying to add all this new stuff to the Gen 4 remake and whatever. Let's just split it up into two different things. I mean, we've talked about this a bunch of times. We'll split it up into two different things. And then cool, there's going to be the one that's pretty faithful. And then this one that's still kind of like a Gen 4 remake because it's in Sinnoh and stuff, but it all a bunch of new stuff. And then- no, I, You know what now, I think? You know what I think? I think that the fans are right. I think Game Freak <laughs> sat in there with their freaking, their cat in their lap in a dimly lit room with the fireplace on. And they were like, we can get $60 more out of that. <laughs> Let's That's charge the one. sixty more dollars yep. for the new for the oh, new content. Man, <laughs> I saw we're <laughs> we'll talk about an article a little bit later when we get to it. Um, that's Pokemon related, and I just was like, let me check out what the comments say. And one of the comments, like, people are just still like, just running with the same like national decks controversy, all that stuff from when Pokemon Sword and Shield, like from twenty nineteen. I'm like, guys, literally, get over it. <laughs> No, they robbed me of my sixty dollars. Yeah. They took yeah. it out of my pocket. They went into. They hacked my bank account. They yeah. downloaded my sixty dollars. It just it's, doesn't. You know, it feels like. I mean, you can be mad about whatever you want to be mad about. It just doesn't feel like that's not a personality type to me. You know, like you're a personality trait. It definitely but, is a personality. Trait. I mean, it is, but you know, it's not a good one. But be. it is one now. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. true. Um, but uh, I, I mean, as far as other video games that I'm playing, obviously Smash. Yeah. I'm entering yep. online tournaments or trying to, and uh-huh. I'm doing okay. <laughs> nice. Like, but I'm still. I'm like. 
at this point, I'm entering them because I'm mad at myself. <laughs> because it's, like, <laughs> like, it's like, no, man, I could do way better than this. Because like mm. every time that I don't do as well as I know I can do, mm-hmm. it feels like I'm not doing well because I'm not used to tournaments. Like, I'm like, ah, yeah. like my hands are shaking and stuff. It sucks, <laughs> man. So it's like I, I, I'm trying to at least enter one tournament yeah. a week. Um, that so makes that sense. Do, do you have it. to pay for all of those? Is that not that the works? only ones? No. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, because so. I mean, I definitely feel like that's that's got to be a real thing where it's like you know you can play guitar great in your room, and then as soon as you get on stage, it's like oh yeah. But then yeah, as yeah. soon as you've played on stage a bunch of times, eventually it's pretty much it's the like same no as playing it in your room. I'm just playing. Yeah. I'm just playing. Like exactly. every time that I've done the online tournaments, um, I would like hit up the people that I would get sent out of losers with. Mm-hmm. Um, after the tournament and be like, oh, hit me up if you're, and play them. And I would be destroying them when it's outside the tournament. <laughs> like, not even close. But in the tournament, it's like, man, I'm like, and it's yeah. like, it's not even like when I lose in the tournament, I'll lose by a lot. Like, even when I lost in a tournament, it would be like last hit, last stop. Yeah. Um, and it's like a lot of like tournament specific stuff that I'm not used to, like tournament decisions that are specific to that, where it's like mm-hmm. when I'm playing normally, I just am in an arena with random stages on and I play whoever I feel like playing. but in a tournament it's like you do the whole like stage striking process where it's like one person bans two stages you ban one stage they pick Mm -hmm. a stage you know like that sort of stuff i'm not used to doing that and also the fact that i play min min and pokemon trainer usually i just play whoever i feel like playing not Mm -hmm. like this is the character that is best for this situation so it's like getting used to that too where it's like okay this is definitely the character in a tournament environment that i need Mm -hmm. to be using against this character um so i'm just trying to enter more tournaments to get used to stuff like that um and i'm making progress last tournament i went well these tournaments i keep going neutral Mm -hmm. like in terms of like set count this tournament i got more wins i still Mm -hmm. went two and two which is like net like nothing like i i lost just as much as i won Uh which is like (laughs) the base level goal which i think Mm -hmm. is another part like mentality wise that i need to work on too where it's like Mm -hmm. once i'm once I get those first two wins, I'm like, all right, I don't care anymore. Cause I like, I didn't go negative. Nice. <laughs> like, um, but I need to like, not, not start coasting after those first two wins. I need to be like, yeah. all right, I need to, I need to buckle down. I need to like make it a goal to be like, I want to get top 64 or whatever. Mm-hmm. How um, many people enter in these tournaments? Depends on what the tournament is. The last gotcha. tournament I think was like 500. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, should be fine. Should be Curious fine. how that keeps on panning out. And then Animal Crossing. Yeah. Animal Crossing, yeah. Um, it suckered me back in, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it's like, I mean, I, I, I never felt the need. And maybe that's because like this isn't my first Animal Crossing game and I, yeah, get, right. I get the whole appeal of the game. And yeah, right, of course. That. Where it's like, it's never been a thing for me where I like, I needed it to be in my life at all times. I'm right. like, I'm playing it as long as I'm playing it. And once I'm done mm-hmm. playing it, I'm done playing it. Um, but it's funny seeing that, like that whole like 180 of like, yeah. you being like, I don't know what update they could do to make me want to play <laughs> the game. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, the, I said the whole time, if the update has, um, like another like, Island, that was like a thing momentum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if there's things to work towards, mm-hmm. that's, that's what it is. And there's things to work towards again, but I, especially like once I got back in the environment, like there were things that I kind of had pulled myself away from the first mm. time around where it was like, 
I don't like this area or this area or this area on my island, but I don't care enough. And I'm just going to yeah. stop. Whereas now then I'm like, all right, I care about these things again. So I think that's you know, another part of it too, that mm-hmm. like this, I update, have goals <laughs> that, yeah, the update I'm seeing, like with all the stuff that's in the update and all other stuff mm-hmm. has potential to last longer than I would have expected because most of the people that I'm seeing get back into the game mm-hmm. aren't even doing a lot of the update stuff yet. They're <laughs> yeah. like, yo, I got, I want to do my island. Like my island's not done yet. So it's like, yep. like there's so much like <laughs> space for them to be playing this game for even longer than the first burst, um, yep. which is cool. Uh, I really haven't done that much Happy Home Paradise stuff. And I don't know how much I will because um i think the stuff on my island like i mean we all know me the way that i play games is like things where i can drop in and drop out for literally like if i need to two minutes or whatever Mm. you know or like 15 minutes or whatever it ends up being that kind of thing ends up working really well for me um and the happy home paradise stuff kind of it doesn't fully prohibit that but if you like want to do a good job on it then like unless I haven't noticed it, I don't think you can just like save an Island or save a home and leave and come back. It's kind of like I'm sitting down and I'm doing this. And Mm. for Ashley, that's perfect. And like, she's been doing that and really, really enjoys it. And it's just like exactly perfect for her. Um, So I'll, I'll want to do more only because it unlocks so many other things that I can do for my own Island. So like partition walls and all that kind of stuff. So I really like, you know, I'll probably end up doing it, but I just won't probably give every house my all, um, mm. but, or maybe I'll start to do it. And I'll be like, no, this is really fun. And I'm going to do more of this, but um, there's not as much incentive for me that there's not as many, especially, I don't think that how well you do in a house gives you more. It doesn't or less. matter at all. No, it does absolutely. Doesn't so there's, matter. it has to be like, to make a really good house has to be intrinsic motivation, not yeah. extrinsic yeah. motivation. And uh, I I don't know that as far as like designing houses, I don't have that much intrinsic motivation to make it like meticulous or whatever. Ooh. So yeah, I'm going to, I'll probably just do little bits and pieces there for what it'll give to me instead of what I'm going to give to those Islanders. But hmm. yeah, um, I'm still trying to get big rich, dude. <laughs> make all the so money. Your, uh, your ABD, the, <laughs> the, um, you yes, that it. you can like, free, it, I, and it's the same thing with the storage. And people yeah. were like thinking I was trying to be like, look at how much money I have. That's yeah. not what that was. It was me being like, oh my God, I have my money everywhere. Yep. <laughs> like that, that's the thing I was, my mind was blown about. Mitch was doing the same thing with his, he had a whole storage thing with it. What I wonder, and I don't think you can do this. You can't bring it to somebody else's islands, right? I think you can. So you could I access your you own can. storage from someone else's island. I if so, that's awesome. Can. I haven't, I wouldn't know. I'm pretty sure you can. <laughs> that's super cool. Yeah. Let us know. Because the nice thing about that is like, I, I've been saving up. I have oranges on my island. That's my native fruit. And I... I don't sell oranges on my own island because I know that if I go to somebody else's, that's not Ashley's because she also has oranges. That was a mistake. We didn't realize. Um, uh, If I go to somebody else's island, I can sell them for way more monies, Mm -hmm. but that would be a convenient way to bring all of them because I've got, it would be like four trips to bring all of my oranges to someone else's island. But if I can bring the storage locker, just wait, I just oranges specifically. (laughs) 
just because oh, yeah, i saw oh, yeah, the... yeah, never mind never mind, never mind. I, I, that's I, the one you got it you got it gotcha. um <laughs> so with what i did is like i picked all the stuff all of my island and did all that stuff mm-hmm. and i saved all that and then i did the bell boom uh ordinance big money dude big yeah money. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't thought about actually yeah because i don't buy stuff that much does it affect just the prices of things in shops or does I it don't also know affect- i have okay. no idea because because i know I it makes things more expensive anything. yeah like- yeah so if it also makes things more expensive that are like i don't know you know if it makes all the money more um than like you know, redesigning a house or something like that. I imagine mm. it doesn't affect those I don't things. Think so, because like probably changing it, changing changing it back from the bell boom ordinance mm-hmm. didn't cost more bells. Right. Know? Okay. Yeah. Um. So I don't think so. I think it's just stuff that you buy. Um, nice. Also, I don't, I don't think do it like influences like turn up prices either, which is kind of. Mm. Yeah. Um, but also <laughs> not because like you can kind of cheese it, but still dumb. <laughs> yep. I should turn on Bell Boom then, because right now I have the Night Owl one, and it's open instead that's of from like ten. It's open till which, eleven. Yeah, that's so. That's annoying. not that much. <laughs> like, I wish they just made it nocturnal. That would be sick. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like, all right, instead of like freaking nine a.m. to three a.m. <laughs> ten p.m. It's like yep. freaking ten p.m. the to ten a.m. or whatever. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's just a fun time. And like, I've, you know, a bunch of friends are playing it either again or for the first time or still were like Mitch is starting. Mitch and Catherine are both starting to play it again. And then our friends, Chris and Steph have already been playing it, but they're they just started like a month or two ago. So they're, you know, going strong. And then some other friends just started. So it's a fun like we've got a little group text with them where we go to various people's islands and stuff. Um, <laughs> yes. Hello, me, the biggest Animal Crossing Horizons <laughs> fans arrived. Yes, Trev, we know you love the game. True. Favorite so game. much. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good time. It's a good game. Yeah. Um, you know what else is a good game? Metroid Dread. And you know what else is good about it? It sales. It's true. It's selling many it's, goods. It's making the sales, dude. People are buying hashtag buying Metroid. Is the hashtag buy Metroid Dread or just buy Metroid? I don't remember. Uh, I think buy Metroid Dread. I'm pretty sure. People are hashtag buying Metroid Dread, dude. It's yep. Oh, I, I'm on Twitter now because the that's where this the NPD thing is. And apparently She Hulk got a trailer and now I want to go watch that. So or many first look or something. So many Disney Plus lots of Disney things. Plus stuff. It's not even the Marvel, not even the Marvel section, dude. Yep. I it was uh, like I saw cheaper by the dozen was there, and that's a, a thing. And I don't I, even know I don't, what that is. You don't know cheaper by the dozen? I I mean I've heard of it, but I don't okay, yeah. like I don't know anything about it other than that it's a movie question mark. <laughs> like, that's it's a movie based on a book, and the book is sort I of no idea. So it, it went very loosely based on. I'm here. We go. We're tangents. We love them. We um, the movie is uh, Steve Martin, and he has twelve kids, um, and hence cheaper by the dozen. Part. That's the dozen. I think a couple of them are twins or something like that. Um, and it's just you know shenanigansy kinds of things. Um, so that that's the movie. The what book is cheaper by the dozen having children because that's not true. That's a <laughs> lie. That is definitely a lie. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Um, and then the the book was like back in the sixties or fifties or something like that. I don't know. It was a while ago, and it but it was like sort of autobiographical, but like 
I think I, I could be wrong with that. I remember because I listened to it on tape. I'm pretty sure as a kid um, could have been made up, but it sounded like the kind of things where it's like, here's stories about our family who had 12 kids. And then, you know, they mm-hmm. tell various stories, but then like the content is completely unrelated from like the movies based on the name and the 12 kids part. And I think that's it. But Gosh. there you go. Two brothers dozen. And they're doing, I guess, a remake or reboot or something. Cause we don't really have, Nobody's really doing reboots these days. So they thought, you know, let's be original and do a reboot. It's true. I've never seen a reboot. But I mean, like the thing that's weird about that, like that whole like, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, the the hatred of of reboots is a lot of times there's so many things that people love that were reboots. They just didn't know they were reboots. So it's 100%. It's (laughs) another one of those situations where it's just having too much information and being mad that you have too much information because if mm-hmm. you didn't know it was a reboot you will love it <laughs> but the knowledge <laughs> that it's a reboot is like infuriating yeah. <laughs> and i mean it also you know it uh, it depends on what happens once it comes out like 21 jump street the movie mm-hmm. technically i guess sort of you know reboot ish um but also not really but literally like one of the funniest movies of all time or whatever. I don't know. Maybe not of all time, but it's very funny and it's really good. But yeah, you know, it's it's a reboot. And then there's plenty of other comedies that that means try that kind of thing movie sucks. fully say, I mean, fully suck. But um, you know, like the the Lion King reboot or whatever, like that one specifically wasn't worth doing, I would say. But then other ones are. So it's yeah, I'm with you that it's it's a case by case basis for sure. I and think- I don't yeah, I think I whatever people watch slash will watch is worth doing. Yeah. Like, I guarantee that there are children that's like, I don't want to watch the original Lion King. It looks old. Yeah. <laughs> and then they see the new one and they're like, yo. <laughs> and like, that's them. Like, let the kid yeah. have what the kid's going to have. Whatever. There you go. Yep. I mean, and I guess the argument is like, it's it's kind of like the smash announcement argument kind of thing. Like, mm. you know, it's taking away a slot from something yeah. else. Yeah. But in reality, like if we're running out of movie ideas, which arguably we are, arguably we aren't, Mm. then like at least there's still movies coming out. (laughs) You know, if uh, if the alternative was that not a movie would be coming out, then a reboot is probably better than nothing, I guess. Just Mm -hmm. don't watch it. But I mean, yeah, you know, still, I guess sucks that there's not more original ideas, but at the same time, there's still plenty of original ideas and there's a lot of creative things going on. And a lot of them are taking, like there's more shows than ever. Like so many stories are being told in a show medium instead of a movie medium, I think these days, because there's so much more real estate for that. And also there's like just so many different platforms to have movies on that like, they might not have as many fully new movies coming out in movie theaters, but there's brand new movies on Hulu or on Netflix or on whatever that like, you know, we're definitely not starved for creative for new, new things. ideas. Yeah. It's just which ones are coming to theaters, you know? Sardi said his kids love the old Disney movies. I'm sure. I, I guarantee that there are kids that love that too. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying yeah. is I know for a fact, because I have met these children, <laughs> that there are children <laughs> that are like, old movie looks old, not with it, but the new movie looks new watching the movie. (laughs) I remember being a kid and thinking that anything live action was black and white, (laughs) even though plenty wasn't black and white, but I was like, yeah, that's one of those black and white movies. It's like, no, this is cheaper by the dozen (laughs) or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to find this number. 
um, because I saw the number for Metro Dread. It's like 840,000 in the US. Oh, I don't know that I even saw a number. So. Uh, Doug Bowser said the number somewhere. Interesting. Here it is. 854,000 units okay. in October for Metroid. Nice. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. For just like total for everywhere or for the for, U.S. specifically? For the U.S. specifically. Just in the okay. U.S. in October. Is that just retail or is that digital as well? Uh, do, He didn't say. Gotcha. <laughs> just, then probably Doug digital Bowser as well, said. I guess. Yeah. I'd assume so because it's from Doug Bowser. Yeah, it's right. It's not like an NPD thing. I'm trying to find where he said that to because I want to see it too. It's in a Verge interview. Oh, I'm gotcha. the number that I'm looking at right now. Like where I'm seeing the number is in a game explaining video that's like breaking that down. Gotcha. Um, but I think it's from a, a, a Verge. Oh yeah, here it is. Oh yeah, here it is. Um, in the supporters chat. Yeah. Do do do. Bowser notes that those October sales. Numbers are 3% lower compared to the same time last year. Earlier this month, Nintendo... Oh, no, that's, that's a different part Switch. of it. Yeah. That's for just Switches in general. Control-F. Metroid Dread. Yep. Yeah, sold 854 million units, making it the best start for any Metroid. Thousand. Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so that's... Um, I'm still very curious to see the full number the, like, by Japanese, the end of holidays. I, like the Japanese numbers have to be like a fraction of that. Though. Very much so. Like, it was, I the think Japanese our, numbers are probably like max a hundred thousand. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, I looked at the Famitsu charts and it fell off the top 10 already. Um, just cause Japan doesn't care about Metroid. Yeah, they don't care. And that's Metroid. fine. You know, but they're missing out. <laughs> That is so funny, though, just that, like, for whatever reason, entire regions care more or less about certain things. Like, obviously, it has to do with culture. Oh, and it has to do OK. With I mean, that didn't sell, it didn't sell terribly. It sold more than I would have expected. Yeah. What did yeah. it sell? I mean, first week, it did one hundred and thirty four thousand. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Uh, all right. No, it did one hundred and thirty one hundred and thirty thousand in total for uh, mm-hmm. at this week. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay so gotcha. first week it did 109,000 in Japan, and then the week after that it did 22 more thousand. Gotcha. Okay, um, so pretty steep drop off for sure, but yeah, and this was on the 21st. Yeah, so it's probably at like what, like 150, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I do think Metroid has a, a an interesting road ahead of it where it's like it sold really well i think with the demographic that was going to buy it and was already interested in it and stuff so now the question is can it latch on to like that second rung of people or not you know where like i don't i don't know how i mean obviously because i I don't live there but i don't know how the like uh like word of mouth situation Mm goes in japan like i don't know if they're they're, like as big on that (laughs) as we are where it's like a game will like grow in sales just because like a lot of people love the game like it can have the among us effect where Mm -hmm. it comes out two years ago maybe five thousand people buy the video game and then two years from then an influencer is playing it and then 20 Mm -hmm. million more people play the video game like yeah i don't know if that ever happens over there (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know that's i think i mean i know for sure there's an element of like media influencing stuff for sure because like human fall flat that game sold like 
just insane in Japan, um, largely because, unless I'm mistaken, because uh, like a TV show, uh, like a game show, mm. essentially did like a real life human fall flat kind of thing. And it was like super popular, something along those lines. Or they played the game on the game show, or I don't know. But there was some kind of integration with a really popular game show um, that that was human fall flat. So people bought the game in droves because it you know had to do with media and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And I'd guess there's an element of like Splatoon's probably a similar thing where you know, I don't know what the media around that looks like, but it's, you know, a cultural thing because it's multiplayer and stuff like that. But yeah, that's a great question. I don't know if we're just regular word from the jump. Like that game was all over there since Wii U. (laughs) I mean, and this, you know, I'm sure the like sensibilities of it, like it feels like it, I could see it appeal very much to just like, uh, I mean, tangential to like anime and stuff. and, And it's very anime. Yeah. Whereas Metroid Dread, you know, very much Western yeah. in a lot of regards. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see how this goes. Um, but the second part of this is, yeah, we could be seeing more Metroid coming up soon. Um, Emily Rogers, this is, I mean, this is the continuation of the same rumor for a long time, but just yep. updated note on it. Um, she said, I'm pretty confident Metroid Prime 1 wrapped up development over the summer. I hope we still see the entire trilogy on Switch, but Prime One is clearly finished. Hi, uh, nice. I I would be surprised if we don't. Like, yeah, maybe they're still like trepidatious, <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, <laughs> let's just do Prime One and see how that does, and blah blah. But I would be kind of surprised if they weren't like, all right, Dread's doing great. Mm, Two and yeah. three are greenlit. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. And then they just like work off the bones of what they did for Prime One and do that to Prime Two. And then maybe that comes out like a year after, you know, like mm-hmm. two, and then another year after that for three. Yeah. Um, but that, that also, I think, depends on how far out Prime Four actually is. Cause like yep. if Prime Four, like the thing is, the thing <laughs> is that this could push out Prime Four even more, honestly. Like yeah. it, it could be like, we can buy ourselves two, three more years <laughs> if we like release this and then release the next game and then release the next game. And then those are like the mm-hmm. Metroid game for that year, you know? Yep. I hope that's, that's, that's not the case. But it's it hard. <laughs> I think if I were Nintendo, I would probably, you know, considering if Prime One's done and they're going to put that out next year, like A, I would announce it at the Game Awards for sure. 100% easy. Yeah. Um, and I would also show whatever I could of Prime for at the Game Awards also um that's on how how close it is oh 100 yeah totally yeah exactly um so that's you know as as much as you can reasonably but then i would probably put out metroid prime one you know next year and then prime four next if i mean if it can come out next like you know 2023 or whatever that's a reasonable turnaround time from when it even it you know restarted development and stuff but um and then afterwards, so that if there does become any kind of like uh, exhaustion, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, franchise fatigue. Yes. If there's any franchise fatigue, that it can happen on the remakes instead of on the new game. So like, I think momentum wise, doing one, two, three, four would hurt for more than just one, four. Um to me, you know, I would guess, I mean, just to me as a consumer, even like me mm-hmm. thinking about 
buying one and then two and then three and then four, I'd be like, eh, do I really need four? Even though like, yes, that's the whole thing. It's the new one. Like you can yeah. find a way to play one, two and three. So I would definitely do that. But then yeah, could also, if they needed to buy themselves some time for four, like you said, just go ahead and put those ones out in the meantime. True. Yeah. I would be down for either. I'm not like, I mean, I want to play, I want to play four, but I'm not like chomping at the bit for it. Like, yeah. Yeah. That could change if they showed it to me, but mm-hmm. I don't really want them to, if it's not coming out anytime soon. Like I'm completely fine. not seeing this video game until it's done. Yep. I mean, I'm not even to be perfectly honest, like very much as I'm super excited for breath of the wild sequel, whenever it comes out, mm-hmm. I'm also not like specifically chomping at the bit for it either. Like I'm just happy for it to come out when it comes out. Like yep. I've got other stuff to play in the meantime, you know, which is very different. I feel like from when the switch was first coming out yeah. and it was the opposite there wasn't of that. Stuff to play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that was, you know, that was the thing to look forward to, but now, um, also because in my, I think, you know, the way brains work, Breath of the Wild 2 in my brain fills a similar spot to Breath of the Wild as it is. So part of me is like, I could just go back and play Breath of the Wild 1 True. if I want to like, play yeah, that. I could play that while I wait for it. There is no Metroid equivalent though. I mean, right. Dread, yeah. but Dread's not going to be like boring. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hopefully we see that at Game Awards. And then again, you know, like we've said a bunch of times, hopefully all of that like feeds feeds back into the loop of you know if they announce more metroid stuff then more dread sales happen and whatever and it all kind of builds on itself and then it becomes a more evergreen thing because of that yep. so we'll I see think, i think that will happen for sure mm-hmm. but in the meantime you know maybe it's going to come out next year but the things we do know about next year are looking pretty great um just pulled up an article from nintendo life for this part and yeah just put out I mean, we're going to talk more about this in the future, but just wanted to point out to you that we've got a lot of cool stuff coming out next year. Of these things, let's just talk through them. So we got Pokemon Legends Arceus, Advanced Wars Reboot Camp, Splatoon 3, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Those are all like very first party. Um, Bayonetta 3, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Triangle Strategy. Um, th- those are still fairly first party, but not or whatever. Mm. Um, and then Dying Light 2, and the monster hunter rise sunbreak aren't but you know whatever and then legend the sequel to the legend of zelda breath of the wild I hate, hopefully it still comes hate, out next year i hate that they did that <laughs> i like, know that they put it in the, uh, <laughs> like that they put it in the fine everything like they still like this is kind of a logo <laughs> like i i absolutely hate that they did that um because they could have like just did like freaking but they don't want to call it breath of the yeah. wild 2 or like allude to it being breath of the wild 2 but they yep. could have just did like the z with the sword or something like <laughs> they very much could have done that 100 percent. just like right. typed out the sequel to the legend of <laughs> zelda colon breath of the wild <laughs> like come on dude so silly <laughs> Oh, we gotta oh, put it on the graphic. <laughs> I mean, you got it. You know, they could have just put the do? Triforce or something. Like, <laughs> they freaking. It looks really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like. I saw people being like me trying to figure out the release window for for this game based on. I think Kate said that like based on where that is, like on the thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, it seems like it's random. Like, it does. Yeah. Because. Kirby 
specifically mm. they said spring so you would think that kirby's like higher and clo- like near where advance yeah. wars is if not Here, before i'll share my screen advance wars. Well, let's let's get everybody to look at this so that we're not talking to nothing it's true yeah uh, youtube.com slash directly for audio <laughs> listeners there you um go. but yeah like kirby's like on the second row mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be spring so that would be like earlier in the year i'm sure that like Breath of the Wild, the sequel, that placement is not a coincidence. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I'm sure yeah. that they're like, yeah, this is probably going to be the last thing that comes out if it comes out this year. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we I know that's uh, that monster, that sunbreak is summer. Yeah, isn't that supposed to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's summer. I mean, even looking back at these ones, like if if that were the case that it suggested the order, Big Brain Academy would be somewhere after Grand Theft Auto. And Grand Theft Auto would have been before all Wait, these other ones. Grand Th- I thought Grand Theft Auto, yeah, Grand Theft Auto. Because that's already out. So it would yeah, be that's like already out. at the top. So that would be like before Shimagami Tensei. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then Shimagami. Uh, this Tensei one towards the end. I don't know when Danganronpa comes out. Though. And then I th- I'd assume, I think Danganronpa is like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even want to guess. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, even looking at this stuff, like, is oh this isn't in order at all so yeah it's yeah, definitely no, not that because metroid dread did not come out before yeah. <laughs> mario golf and other stuff so um but yeah still i mean you know who's to say let's we could predict it just for fun though what's uh so we know legend Arceus we, is yeah, for, no, we know that's coming out first i'm gonna make a spreadsheet at some point <laughs> i bet you will <laughs> um we know reboot camp is also spring right and kirby and the forgotten lands is spring yep think we know that about both of those i think and then uh reboot camp it's coming out sooner yep i think i think like if we're putting months on these i think obviously we know january is pokemon Mm -hmm. i think advanced wars is february or early march i think Mm -hmm. uh kirby is like the last day of march yeah like the last (laughs) day of march april or 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 mid april or something like that um i think splatoon is like late may Mm-hmm. Um, Mario plus rabbits could potentially be around then too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, if not June, like right before E three, right after E three. Um, yeah. Bayonetta is like a September game. Mm-hmm. Um, Breath of the Wild is like if if it's on Target <laughs> November, but yeah. I think realistically, I think it's going to be like early twenty twenty three. If I'm being honest, <laughs> like I think they might do the March third thing. I think I think that that's a possibility. <laughs> I mean, so in retrospect, to thinking about uh, Metroid Dread, the fact that it was like early October makes good investor sense or whatever because then they don't have to they pretty much get three full months of data before they have to report on it yeah so yeah. it makes it look better you know as opposed to like if it came out the last day of september and they're like Ooh, we sold you know less yeah, than a million because mario it's been party. three days <laughs> you know like, yeah right exactly. mario party was like number eight on npd yeah. <laughs> with three days <laughs> it's like ridiculous insanity yeah. um so like bayonetta you know i could see them doing a similar kind of thing where they want to make sure the sales look as good as possible or something. So they put it out like early October, but for sure, like breath of the wild, they could put it out Christmas day and it would get millions and millions yeah, of sales yeah, yeah, yeah. with, you know, barely any days on there. Cause it's, you know, it's a Zelda game and it's sequel to breath of the wild and everybody loves breath of the wild. I think that that's the biggest part. <laughs> Cause yeah. like it being a Zelda game did not matter. pre. Right. Of the wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, a bunch of stuff. Uh, I mean, I'm just really curious to see, you know, some years we know more percentage of what's coming out the next year than others. So like how much of the picture of like the big releases is this? Yeah. Like this year, if we knew nothing else, 2022 would still be crazy. Yeah. Um, Right. Absolutely. But I feel like there's at least one or two other big games in there. In fact, yeah. The video that I wrote and is going to come out mm. probably early next week. I'm going to try to, if I film it, depends, because I'm still <laughs> kind of dying a little bit. Um, but I'm going to try to film it before the end of this weekend. If I film it by Sunday, it'll be up like my day. Cool. Sometime around. Um, but it's about Mario, because Mario, like, that's another game mm-hmm. that it's like that they just drop. Yeah, like, eh, whatever, dude. Like, like we didn't really get any pomp and circumstance for Odyssey in the way that we did for Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild, we were hearing about that game for like three, four years before yeah, it actually right. came out. But Mario Odyssey was like we saw it in the Switch trailer in January mm-hmm. or no October the year mm-hmm. before, and they didn't say what it was. It didn't. It wasn't like it's a new game. It's a tech demo. It's where. And then mm-hmm. in the January event, it's like Mario Odyssey, and then we didn't hear about the game again until it like came out. So like, yeah. I feel like that that's a strong possibility that it could just like get announced early next I mean, year prime example too for that 3d all-stars had literally two weeks between yeah. announcement and release yep. like what yeah. other game is ever gonna have that that's yeah. so i could see like yeah. whatever the mario follow-up is yeah being announced early next year if it comes out next year mm-hmm. um but it's also possible yep. that we don't and i think that because of which this is the main reason why i wanted to make the video uh because mm-hmm. of some comments that miyamoto said about mario um and mm-hmm. how they are looking to develop future mario games mm-hmm. it might not be an odyssey game uh mm. it might just be a new thing um yeah. so hmm. i'm interested i'm interested if it's a new thing i will still be wondering why they at that point i will be wondering why they didn't do dlc you know because mm. like if they're if it's an Odyssey 2, totally makes sense. makes sense. If it's not, like, man, you guys had tons of opportunity there. But you know, maybe they wanted to move on to the next thing. I don't know. It could be any mm-hmm. anything there. But I mean, it actually could very well be that they knew that they wanted the movie to come out in 2022. And they were like, if we work on DLC, we're not gonna get this game well, out. This next game is Mario, the movie, the game. I and think I already made that Chris joke Pratt. Last, last time we did <laughs> Just, the podcast. Uh yeah man um what yeah. if they make a time i mean they're not going to make a time movie but like just imagining mario in uh you no, know there yeah the, the, did you say in, tie-in movie <laughs> yeah oh yeah <laughs> i was know, about to it, say, i was going to say yeah. like that's the thing like that's what yeah. it's going to be the movie is the tie-in <laughs> not oh, the be, video game that's fun though yeah that's <laughs> that'd be interesting except we would make a terrible movie <laughs> for sure there's no way yeah, um but for sure uh yeah um i i think my topic might be uh kind of branch off of yours then in that case i mean i might i don't know we'll see what happens um but i have a thought to close up the 2022 bit of all these games and stuff what's your like here i'll share my screen again um share screen um of these games what's your one two and three for level of excitement like for today. all of them like rank the the games yeah so like what's your top second and third place of oh most excited? The games i'm most excited for okay yeah uh third place kirby second mm-hmm. place 
Splatoon. No, I, I forgot Breath of the Wild. I don't know. I know I was going to say. I don't know about Breath of the Wild I because it's like, I don't believe that it's coming out next year, to be honest. <laughs> um, ah, okay, 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 okay. Wait, I got to think. I got to think. Pokemon spoilers. That's number one. Spoilers. Yeah, right. Um, I will say Breath of, the, Breath of the Wild is hard because we know so little about it. I don't it. believe it. <laughs> I don't and I mean, also like, right now just we know so many more things about these other games or it's just so many more new things yeah. or whatever that kind of spark the imagination that like i know i'm gonna love breath of the wild sequel more than any of the rest of these games but as far as just like excitement level right now for when i imagine myself playing it or whatever you know probably it might be higher for other games than it is for breath of the wild if i'm being honest even though once it comes out and i play it that's still gonna rank first you know what i'm saying yeah I don't know. Three's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Pokemon, like I said, is the free one. That's number one. Yeah. Um, but I'm like torn between the other three. Cause like mm-hmm. I'd say my excitement for Kirby and Splatoon are somewhat equal. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is like on the lower end of that. So I'll probably still say that those are my top three. Yeah. But it's mostly because I don't believe Breath of the Wild is coming out. <laughs> so I like. <laughs> there's there's no like i can't yeah. be excited for something yeah. i don't believe fully exists yet <laughs> like um so that's I probably my that. top three uh pokemon kirby mm-hmm. splatoon three yep yeah probably for me um dying light two no, no. uh bayonetta three uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man hard to say i i also would put kind of just an asterisk on breath of the wild too just because like what i just said they're like very excited to play it but like right now just seeing all these things the fact that it doesn't have even have a logo like yeah my like, imagination they still refuse to call it breath much. of the wild 2 or whatever like <laughs> yeah so man for me um i think number one is kirby number two pokemon legends arceus i think and um mm, both mario plus rabbits and triangle strategy <laughs> mm. um i'm i'm pretty excited about so i'm gonna say mario plus rabbits for number three gotcha yeah something like that nice yep but that's a lot of good games there there's good only game. one of those that i definitely know i'm not gonna play and i mean it's uh dying light too and then the other is. ones it's like i'd maybe you know like I'd probably try Bayonetta, if, especially yeah, I, if there was like a demo or if you got it and I played, I'm you know, tried it on your account. Yeah, I'm cool. Bayonetta, so. And then like the Monster Hunter DLC, I'm, I won't get it because yeah, I haven't played more. Of, no way I'm playing that. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, you know, it's a fun thing. To actually, use. that's not true. There's a strong chance that I'll end up playing it because I forgot <laughs> Bob Wolf exists. So yeah. like, if he ends up streaming it or something, I'll probably end up playing it with him and Ian. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then you know you probably stream it on Twitch, which is now on the Nintendo Switch family of systems. It's true. It's true. The long, the long-awaited Twitch mm-hmm. on the Switch. Lol. Yep. I specifically in my uh, yeah I naming see. of this Twitch segment. Twitch is on Nintendo's <laughs> hardware with a rhyming name. <laughs> yep. Nobody else can see that yet, but uh, I enjoy it. 
<laughs> um, I don't know. I don't have very strong thoughts about this other than like, I'm not I still think it's it stupid. Ever. I think that this is even more stupid than every other streaming thing that yeah. has come to the Switch to date because I guarantee you the experience sucks. <laughs> like, it's not going to be a good experience because mm-hmm. like Twitch specifically, like a big part of it for people that religiously watch Twitch is being in the chat and being yeah. in the chat on a console is garbage. It's trash. It's even bad on mobile and mobile is a platform that people type on all the time (laughs) like so if it's bad on the thing that people type on every day of their lives it's going to be bad on the thing that you only type to when type on when it's absolutely necessary yeah but it's like it's like another one of those things that's like i i want it because i don't have it like i want it because they're not letting me (laughs) yeah that's that's like why people want these things there's gonna be like yeah, certain time like there's been a couple of times that I've used Hulu on my Switch because I'm like, oh, we're see, using those, some those, TV. I can see the justification. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But even that, like it's you know, at home, my TV's got Hulu on it. At a, mm-hmm. so it's like very specific situations of like, yeah, I went we went to a cabin that had internet, but the TV just was like had cable or something like that. Um so we put Hulu on the switch and it worked out, you know. So if Netflix was on there, like every once in a while it would come in handy or something like that um technically like we don't have twitch on our tv specifically so if we wanted to watch somebody streaming but i I, the times that i want to watch someone streaming is i mean if you're streaming and again and you want to chat be in chat exactly oh yeah there's just all those other platforms my only like argument against that or not even necessarily Mm -hmm. argument against it but reason why i don't really see the point in it for most people like there's there's definitely like fringe cases where it's like it's a kid and like they don't have any other platform to watch yeah. the thing on um which i again i feel like it's increasingly rare like, <laughs> um then yeah put it on there but like i like even the kid argument i don't know if i want a, like a kid <laughs> to be watching twitch.tv <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, uh, agreed uh so eh, but yeah whatever yep i have very few thoughts on it but you know it is what it is um so is Happy Home Paradise making some smart decisions, um, as I put in here. Uh, basically, just the thing that um, if you have multiple people on an island, they all share the same island, but their Happy Home Paradise situations are unique to their own, which is, I honestly didn't expect that they were going to do that, not because like that's the much better thing to do, but based on the way that they handle the local island, I was like, probably they'll just all share the same happy home paradise and they don't. And that's very good. No, but people are mad about that too, though. What? Why? Because you have to buy it again. Oh yes. Okay. Well, you don't. Okay. So what I found out because I have friends that we were in a group chat trying to figure stuff out. Mm -hmm. If you were on, you all have to be, have like, if you have a family membership and you're each on the online, then that works out. So like with the online, everybody has to have the online. If you buy the DLC on one console though, it applies to everybody on that console. Yeah. If you just buy it outright. So, you know, that's it. So like Mitch and Catherine share a switch and they have, and they just bought the DLC. So it's all good. And like Mm -hmm. our friends, Chris and Steph, they bought the DLC, even though they're on my family plan, which I was like, well, you could, whatever. So, um, so that worked out for them. But... I saw people being mad because like, like somebody was like, I'm on the family. Like they're on somebody else's family plan. 
Yeah. And then they got the DLC from the family plan. And yeah. they're trying to figure out why other people on their Switch can't yeah. access the DLC that they got from somebody else's family plan. Yeah. And they're like, this is a ripoff. And blah, blah. I'm like, yo, you didn't even pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, <sighs> That's so, yeah, it, it's exactly that. Like, you're, man, I, the answer is obvious. And it's just, you know, pay some variety of money in that case because like i mean similarly like also that other person can't use online they can't go to somebody else's island you know like you would have to do that for them so like they're not it's not like they're getting part of the online things and not all of it they're just like obviously not part of the online things and what it benefits you and stuff so yeah that's yep um, but that's good. I'm happy for people that have that specific situation. I am not one of those people, so it, yep. didn't, it didn't even uh, occur to me. Um, <laughs> but that did just remind me. I gotta tell my niece <laughs> that she can get the DLC. Mm-hmm. But oh, I need her. Email. She needs to give me her email that she used. My I gotta talk to my sister. <laughs> I don't know what email she used to to uh, set up her account. Mm. So I still need, that was like, when I was telling people like how many slots I got, how many slots yeah. do I have? I gave one slot to Mega Man, mm-hmm. I gave another slot to Colton, I'm on there. Uh, so that's three, youth, so that's four, my niece, that's five. I have three more slots. Nice. Two, two, because the Smash Brothers thing, I can eat that if somebody else wants <laughs> I've got, I think I, I still have one slot left that I thought was going to go to Asher, because his parents whatever but then they ended up buying the dlc anyway so we got one slot that i think i feel like i was talking to somebody that maybe i don't know whatever if you call dibs you can have it so there you go um but speaking of animal crossing the um so they mentioned in the trailer that this is the last major free content and then people from that were like so there's more dlc coming and then they clarified no, 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 no. That's we haven't said that. Which I mean, like technically, the door is still is still open that they could announce that, but obviously they're not going to say so. Yeah. Um, but with this being the last major update, um, it, my thought is the following: that I still wouldn't be surprised if there's still at least one or two small updates because this content, is a very yeah. major yep. specifically the one thing that like really has me th- if it weren't for this one thing i'd be like we're all done it's cool we're good um it's the um the museum having one more space at the top of the stairs on the right hand side across from the roost feels really awkward for that not to have anything in it yeah but that that's my like, only thing that was like the same thing for like smash where people were like it's not a perfect rectangle or whatever yeah. it's like <laughs> They don't care about that. Like they're not going to like add more characters just so that they, like if they cared, they would just change the sizes so yeah. that it it does make it perfect. Like you don't have to mm-hmm. add more characters to make it symmetrical, you know. <laughs> like, um, but you like, do have to add one more thingy to make it symmetrical. True, but they don't care. <laughs> it will never be symmetrical. You'll just be tortured. Um, but yeah, I I doubt that they're going to. I mean, they could, but I don't think that that's enough to be to like. They're definitely going to update it. No, yeah, a missing space. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even change the outside of the museum to like accommodate. Like the museum still looks the same on the outside, even though the, yeah. the, even though there's like more stuff inside. It's like the freaking mm-hmm. um. 
I don't even know what the analogy I was going to make, but it's like some sort of media thing where it's like yeah. you go inside of, of a house and it's way bigger on the inside than it is. Oh, on the outside. yeah, 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 that sort of thing. I was there's like a, a very specific example of this. Is it Dexter's like, lab? He's no, got something it's like, like that a, for sure. Tardis. The, yes. That, oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. There you that. go. Yes. Mm-hmm. From uh, Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> I like Alec and Sardi both. Right? <laughs> Sardi was passionate right. about it. <laughs> uh, I watched a little bit of Doctor Who. It was fun. I And then I stopped, but I like I, I am just watching more. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Um, and meanwhile, I'm saying it's Dexter's lab stuff, which is. I mean, pretty much just children's it's Doctor Who. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was a yellow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not that deep in. I didn't. I didn't even know that. <laughs> um, I only know it because of memes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, there you go. There's that more. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think we're getting any more Animal Crossing stuff down down the road? Couldn't That's tell you. Too. I don't know. No. Like. Th- th- with Nintendo, like I know people usually try to gravitate towards one side or the other. It's like either they believe absolutely nothing's going to happen or everything's mm-hmm. going to happen. I couldn't tell you one way. Yeah. I, I mean, could, we've had to say of- like, this is probably yeah. like, this is like possible. Like this would make sense, but mm-hmm. I don't know if they will or won't do it <laughs> like, yeah. for sure. Anyway. I mean, we've had too many examples of things where it feels like there was no way we were going to get more updates or we were definitely going to get more updates. And then the opposite happened. Like, Mario Party or Super Mario Party, like for sure, there's going to be DLC for this, yep, and then exactly. there wasn't. Yep. Captain Toad getting a multiplayer update like oh, three years that. later, yeah. like <laughs> super random, you know. Mario Odyssey not getting DLC, you know, there's just like all sorts of things like that. That, unless they announce it on the front end, which they do with like a lot of kind of bigger single player games, I guess. Um, Fire Emblem and Breath of the Wild and those kinds of things. Yeah. but for this and yeah, it, it's like it's like a, a slippery slope of like we don't know why they do what they do you know like we yeah. could like the conjecture could be like oh they added the online multiplayer for mario mm-hmm. party because they already had it done in the next one you're like oh, i'll throw that in there you know yeah but it could have been like that's a chicken or the egg thing it could have been like they were working on that and they're like you know what we can do online <laughs> multiplayer in the next game you know <laughs> like uh-huh we don't know because we're not on the inside and i am for i for one would prefer not to pretend that i am it's fun <laughs> to be like this, this would be cool if this that and that but i'm not going to be like this is likely and this is not you know <laughs> yeah it's true um so yeah there you go moving along speaking of games pokemon <laughs> um so yeah we got some feedback from jc smith game sucks is the director of consumer marketing at the pokemon company and uh i just thought you would have some interesting takes on this probably based on some things i've never uh, had pokemon a day in my life I don't know what you're talking about. pocket monsters it's pocket monsters you know that one uh, okay that's the one with uh <laughs> with lizard lizard Mon. yes lizard boy <laughs> lizard mon um he's very good okay so smith said the- is too much that like that's like a situation of like pretending that you don't know anything but you have to know something and pretend you didn't know something because that's the <laughs> japanese name for charizard <laughs> what <laughs> yeah charizard japanese name it's lizardon it's lizardon. oh man i said lizard mon if that helps at all i was trying to digimonify it 
It's, it's lizard dawn because wow. he's a lizard. That's the dawn of lizards, dude. I guess, yeah. But also the fact that lizard is an English word that they just used in Japanese to say is very funny. There's all types of Japanese words like that. That's like a whole thing. Like that's like a whole subsection yeah. of Japanese words that they're like like Romanized words. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So yeah, speaking of Pokemon, ask Bob Wolf about it. He'll tell you all about it. I will, um, but maybe don't because ja- like Bob only the Japanese stuff. Most of the Japanese stuff that I've heard from Bob Wolf when he sends me Japanese words to Google, mm-hmm. they're not. It's they're inappropriate words. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe don't. I remember when we saw that there was a game at PAX that was like a learn Japanese game, and <laughs> the guy who is developing it was very excited to show it and bob was like cool all right nice and then i think we walked away and the guy was i don't know it was just it's a funny memory that sticks out of my mind that especially like that was what solidified the whole like smaller indie devs are just like just so hoping anybody they, like please play my video yes just so much they want anybody to play it and then like you know if we then there's the middle of the row like if we go over to um uh devolver or something mm-hmm. like that they're like yeah sure you can yep. here we go go ahead and try it out and then you go over to nintendo and it's very much the opposite of get like, in line <laughs> like not trying to help you out pretty much at all other than you know being pleasant and nice and stuff but it not depends. like i've been to events where both then i mean you gotta yeah normal people regular people they're like nah like and even some influences bob yeah. they were not trying to work with bob at all <laughs> but I've been to events where Nintendo's like, yo, dude, you want like special access and whatnot. Nice. But at PAX, that wasn't the case. In PAX yeah. 2020, because Golden wasn't there, right? Can't see it. That's true. Um, but yeah, so this thing, Pokemon. Uh do although clans, although fans are clear about what they want, Smith indicated the develop that the developers have their own vision and it's about finding that delicate balance throughout. How dare they? What would you think? So here's the quote from Smith who said. Uh, but there's also a vision for what the creators uh, want to provide. And it's a matter of finding that delicate balance throughout. We have a group of creators and professionals working at the Pokemon company that have been through a lot, seen, heard a lot. They have thicker skin than many people do because they've heard it. And then he also said um, about the fan requests for more sophisticated Pokemon games and storylines. We hear it. And I think the creators definitely understand that there's a desire for maybe something, but we try to focus on making the core accessible to everyone. Yep. Which it's uh, like, it's annoying that like people will have these like uh, simultaneous beliefs that it's like, oh, they're not like making the thing that I want them to make, but everything that they make, they're trying to like leech me for money. They want to mm-hmm. leech you for money. That's free. That is a free way to leech you for money is to continue to make the thing that they're making and just do whatever they want. And then also mm-hmm. make the adult version of Pokemon. Like that's, <laughs> that's free for them to be like, we're going to make two versions of the adult version for Pokemon. We're mm-hmm. going to make two versions of the kid version for Pokemon. And then we're going to make the Arceus equivalent. Mm-hmm. And we could make two of those, you know, like, but they don't yeah. do that because they're mm-hmm. going to make what they want to make, how they're going to make it. Um, yeah. Uh, 
it would be cool to see them like incorporate more stuff to like make it more like Breath of the Wild, not Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild in the like sense that people are like right I want open world and I want blah, mm-hmm. like all that nonsense, but like in the sense that Breath of the Wild feels like an E10 like kind a of game for yeah. everybody than mm-hmm. it does like a game that's for kids that people that are older also like. But also <laughs> the thing yeah. is like it's just not it's just not a game that feels like it has depth to the people that don't want the depth that is there because pokemon mm-hmm. has a lot of depth but it's just competitive yeah. so it's like there's people that's like i don't want to do compete and it's like they're giving you the thing that you want it's just not how you want it's a, uh-huh <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely a difficult situation because like their fan base and i think that there was like um it was like an ign uh interview or something that they we're talking about this where it's like the fan base is just too big and they want too many different things it's not just a thing of like they're older fans and blah blah blah, because like they're catering to older fans in a lot of different ways but Mm -hmm. they're just not catering to older fans in every way but they're also not catering to younger fans in every way so it's like you can't cater to everybody in every way it's just not possible especially when you're at the size that pokemon is at Mm-hmm. And when the things that people want are not consistent with what people are spending their money on. Yeah. Like I'm right. always talking about where it's like, people are like, it's the biggest media franchise in the world and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's for the people that are buying $500 Psyducks. Like they, they are the ones that make it the biggest media franchise in the world. Not the people that buy a game every two years and complain about it. Like yeah, that's a fraction of the revenue and not even the biggest fraction. <laughs> like, so yeah and like the i don't remember the part that i was gonna say but yeah it's pokemon you know <laughs> there's they're me like you said their their fan base is too big i'm trying to like bring back up the thought that i was thinking um their fan base is just too big and so that makes it tricky to be able to cater to everybody at the same time um and also that the people that are more vocal about it like are still a minority so like yes this this feedback exists, but even if like everybody said, Oh, I remember the thing I was going to say too. Um, people have the feedback, the feedback itself, what, what it is changes every three years, roughly like not, not fully, but at least enough that like, if they tried to target specifically that feedback, like it would likely be out of date by the time, you know, again, going back to your videos from like 2016, where you're like, they shouldn't have, um, you know, turn-based battles anymore. Like at least maybe not, not turn-based battles, but just not what they have not now, change the, the battle system battle somehow. Um, and people were like, yeah, can't do that. and people being mad about having Pokemon in the overworld and stuff like that. Like you couldn't, how could you ever shiny hunt without Pokemon yeah. in the overworld? So like, you know, if they listen just to fan feedback, then like at the time they started developing whatever game was getting that feedback in 2016, honestly, by the time, like sword and shield wouldn't have happened as it, even as it was, you know, like mm-hmm. there's Pokemon in the overworld and Sword and Shield. If Let's Go wouldn't have happened the way it was, you know? So like they, um, it's good that they're not fully listening to feedback, but that they're also hearing it. Like, I think for me, it's one of those things where like, I don't necessarily a lot of times care if somebody agrees with what I say, as long as they understand what I said, you know? Yeah. Um, and that it like, they're like, okay, no, I totally get that. I've, I think about it this way though, which is different. I'm like, all right, Mm -hmm. cool. That's, that's fine. But as long as they're not just completely misconstruing or just not listening to the thing I said in the first place, that's just frustrating. If I'm like trying to explain it and they, you know, aren't hearing me out. Um, 
So similarly with this, like, it's nice to hear that like people are just going through all of this feedback and really reading it so that we know that the important parts will get trickled in. Um, and like, I'm also, I think I'm just too trusting of certain kinds of things sometimes where like, I wouldn't say I'm like particularly trusting of the government other, but I'm like, I'm trusting that the government's not going to like just completely you know, upend something, 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 you know, whatever. It's not going to turn to anarchy I, I don't trust overnight. That. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I see you what know. you're saying. Like, but with I this think, kind of thing like that. Yeah. I think in this instance, like Pokemon knows what to do with because like yeah. there's a reason why they have so many passionate fans. Like they made Pokemon. We didn't make Pokemon. So yeah. for, for the fans to think that they know how to make Pokemon better Mm-hmm. It's crazy because like the, yeah. the people didn't know what they wanted out of Pokemon until they saw what they wanted out of Pokemon from Pokemon in a lot of different ways. But mm-hmm. like, to be fair, a lot of the stuff that I was saying about Pokemon where it's like, oh, they should do this in Pokemon, blah, blah, blah. That was pre Breath of the Wild. Like mm-hmm. we didn't get Breath of the Wild yet. And then once that yeah. came out, everybody was like, well, I want Breath of the Wild and Pokemon. And it's like, well, I had said that before we even saw Breath of the Wild and you yelled at me for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> And that's the thing about fans. It's like, especially on the internet, like a lot of these people are like super passionate and angry about the thing that they want, but they don't even know what they want until they are shown it very, very directly. Like Mm -hmm. very few of these people have even a little bit of creative thinking Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, this doesn't exist, but I could see it being like Uh this if they did X, Y, and Z, right? Um, So it's like hard to even take feedback from them because you don't even know it's possible. Like I could just do the buy the book thing that you're asking me to do, or I can try Mm -hmm. to go outside that box and give you something that you would like even more than that. Yeah. I mean, it would be like going, (laughs) not literally like this, but kind of going to, uh, I don't know, a pizza restaurant because we talked about pizza restaurant last night and being like i know that i like chicken fingers so you should make chicken fingers because i know chicken fingers. you should like you should make chicken fingers because my favorite restaurant they make chicken fingers yes right exactly it's like i mean or you know if if a restaurant just changes what it does or whatever maybe this isn't the best analogy (laughs) because the whole thing is like people are pointing back to the old thing or whatever but still you know the if you want to have innovation you got to have innovation and but at the same time people want either no innovation or way too much innovation that like there's gotta be a balance between those, just those two opinions, if Mm. nothing else, you know, so the comment, it would be so much easier if everybody wanted the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Like if that was the case, if it was, then they probably would do that. Yeah, exactly. But it's not true. And it's not even close to true. Like (laughs) even the people that are like, I want breath of the wild. They can't even all agree on how, how much of breath of the wild they actually want. Cause there's some yeah. people that just want it like breath. They just want it like uh, superficially. Like they yeah. want it to be like, I want it to look more like breath of the wild. I want it to feel more like an open world, but I want everything else to be Pokemon. Yeah. I want it to be exactly the same. And then mm-hmm. there are other people that are closer to like how I feel where it's like change literally everything, <laughs> change literally everything. Just yeah. keep the monsters looking cute, you know, like, and everything yeah. else make it different. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like, how do yeah. I decide what to do with that? Like, mm-hmm. and then there's, I mean, for sure. Like, cause they would have to complete, like to do the, you know, what you're saying of making everything different The right now, the core of Pokemon is collecting Pokemon his battling Pokemon. And that's like the, the main two things for sure is collecting them and battling them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes some element of story or whatever other things like that, yeah. the core of 
Breath of the Wild is exploration first and foremost, and then doing activities with things that you run into while you explore. And literally, like, if you just tried to take the Pokemon formula and put it in a Breath of the Wild world without changing, like, the core elements, those two things would be at odds with each other 100%. You know, there's no way that just, like, without doing a lot of rethinking the formula and stuff, that those would just, like, coalesce perfectly. So... Um, but then that, people oh, would be mad like, about one or the other. A core tenet of Pokemon is definitely exploration. It's just like they're not good at it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, I mean, Pokemon, I agree there. <laughs> Pokemon was just as much about like exploring, especially in like the first Pokemon game, because yeah, there's like yeah, sequence sure. breaking in that game, yeah. right? Where it's like you can go to like the seventh gym before you go to the, the sixth gym or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't intended, you know, but they yeah. let you do it, you know, mm-hmm. um, it didn't like wall you off. It's like, oh, you know, you can't go to Saffron. You don't have freaking fuchsia yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'd be yeah. I used to think that that was like the way to do it. <laughs> oh, like, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, interesting. No, I thought it's yeah, I think I did it pretty much more or less the normal order. For the last I, time. I think that the first time I ever did it, the normal order was like in Fire Red. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I ever in Pokemon, like Pokemon that's Yellow funny. and and Red and Blue. I just mm-hmm. always went because that's what Ash did. He he mm-hmm. broke the order, <laughs> so I was like, "Yo, I'm just going to do what Ash did, dude." Yeah. Like, um. But yeah, no. My and so here was a comment that was on this uh this on this post. <laughs> That just, I laugh, we don't have to go super into this, but just was the thing that I said earlier, like makes me realize like, man, people are still beating this drum. Um, So here we go. And it says, uh, basically they don't care what fans think, which whatever. Um, They'll just water the game down and do whatever gets the most cash from people in general. For instance, who here enjoys not to be able to turn experience share off (laughs) or being lied to about getting better animations? We didn't or being told Pokemon were left out so they can make the game better. Then the Pokemon were brought back in kinda behind a paywall. Which fans asked for that? I know I didn't, though people are downvoting me. So I guess some folks asked for it. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's just funny. Like, oh man. It's always like, I didn't ask for People like on the internet, like discourse, <laughs> discourse is always positioned Every time, every yeah. time, every time, because it wouldn't become discourse if it wasn't as mm-hmm. like, this is fact. This is what people <laughs> feel like. Everyone feels like this. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> like, I mean, Max, his discourse <laughs> this week, right? Yeah. He's like, he's like, am I the only one that feels like X? Like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to go too far into the discourse. <laughs> and it looked like he was the only one. Like nobody was like, yeah, dude. Like I agree with that. <laughs> that was a fun conversation, though. There were some good tidbits that came out of that. We love Max, but yeah, um, for sure. But for yeah, sure. agreed. And it that's was... why I didn't want to go into it because I'm not like yeah, trying to exactly. attack him. But it's an oh, example no, no, for sure. of like, like people yeah. position discourse as like. This is an opinion that I have, but I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I think, yeah, I mean, it's also like my perspective when I think about these things is pretty different from a lot of other people's, specifically looking at the next topic we're going to be talking about too, um, that I- Discord, not discourse. No, I'm saying discourse in like- that's like, how people label it. Like, I'm not yeah, saying discourse that that's TM. what it literally like, yeah, people are like, I'm going to have discourse on the internet. And that mm-hmm. like, that's how they do it. Yep. Um, I just got a call, but I am busy. I can't answer a call right now. Phone. Um, but yeah, so 
I, I don't, I don't think of most of these kinds of things from a super like me perspective, I think, and not saying that in any kind of like, I'm selfless or anything like that, but just like, when I think about this kind of stuff, I just default to thinking from like a business perspective or something like that. Um, as opposed to like, what do I prefer? So like, you know, the thing with Max, a hundred percent, I agree that that, that his opinion makes sense for him. Right. And that the realization that he came to made sense for him. hundred percent easy. Right. Um, right, right. But it's when it, yeah, it's when those kinds of things become, this is the objective truth of everybody, you know, even like it, it's the strong subjective truth for a group of people that feels the same way about it. Right. Easy. But um, when yeah. it's like, you know, it gets applied across like, yeah, I mean, the context. Me, when there, I saw that, yeah. I read it as what was written. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was written was that, oh, like, it's like, this isn't worth or whatever. Right. And it's like, uh-huh. but it is worth. Like, it's not, <laughs> you don't want to pay that. And that's fine. Yeah. That's great. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> like that makes sense. But mm-hmm. it's literally worth like I yeah. for me personally, like if I'm buying it for me, like I'm sure that this won't be the case, mm-hmm. like in general for people. I guess we should fill world. in the gap just for the context. So it's yeah. um, Elden Ring versus Pokemon, uh, really Diamond Pokemon, Shining yeah. Pearl. Yep. One being worth more than the other. Yes. Um, that whole thing. Um, but on. me personally. Yes. I'm not paying nothing for a diamond. Literally nothing. Literally <laughs> yeah. nothing. It's not worth it for me. But. Mm-hmm. It would be crazy for me to be like diamonds are worthless. <laughs> like what? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. And like to me, it's the same thing as Pokemon, where it's like, and that was like the whole thing about like, and that's usually where like these type of conversations go generally. Where it's mm-hmm. like you'll bring it up and be like, well, I mean, look at the sales, and then people are like, well, you can't. That doesn't uh, equate to quality or whatever. It's like, but we're not talking about quality. We're talking yeah, about right. worth. <laughs> like. The yep. sales literally equates to worth literally yep. in the most literal way that you can ever do it mm-hmm. is that you know i mean that's why hidden gems exist you know mm. or why like under uh what's the word i'm looking for um underestimated stuff you know like oh people don't give this as much credit as it deserves or whatever it's like yeah because mm-hmm. not enough people knew about it or like it or something but or you not feel enough like people it's really good quality think that it deserves that yeah <laughs> any of those kinds of things you know like so it's um yeah something something that a lot of people want some is just gonna in the long run probably gonna be worth more than something that a few people really really want. Yeah. Not everybody yeah. attributes value to the same things. Like yes, yeah. And exactly. another way to phrase that: not everybody like cares about the same things. Yeah. <laughs> like Elden Ring or whatever, or Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Let's like just keeping it specific to Pokemon. Like the what the graphics look like or the animations and stuff like that. Obviously, that does not matter to the bulk of the people that buy Pokemon games. Yeah. That's just a fact. Because like if it wasn't Pokemon Sword and Shield, wouldn't <laughs> have been the best-selling Pokemon game in the last like two decades or whatever. Yeah, like right. that's again just a fact. And even if we go back in time. And we look at the best-selling Pokemon games. Back in time. Two of the best-selling Pokemon games are two of the worst-looking Pokemon <laughs> games, objectively. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like... Mm. I mean, and even contemporarily, you know, like, it's there are way better games, better-looking games than Pokemon Gen 1 when Pokemon Gen 1 came out. Yeah, you yeah, know? that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, I don't even uh, just mean, like, in terms of, like, this one's yeah. pixel art and this one's not. I mean, like, 
this is a game that's on the same platform that looks better than this video game. Yeah. That said, I feel like Gen 2 still looks pretty good con- for its contemporaries, but mm. Gen 1 Gen 1 is is yeah. what it is. <laughs> um, I love and it. Gen but 1 it is looks the best selling one. Like yeah, there you so. go. It's just that doesn't matter to to the yep. of the world. Like and like the graphics conversation is like another thing. Like yeah. I think that the bulk of the people that buy video games don't care about graphics. And the only mm-hmm. thing that even moved that needle a little bit was PlayStation 4. And mm-hmm. I would say for the most part, it didn't even move that needle because of graphics. The mm-hmm. graphics were a bonus. It was like, oh, this is the cheaper thing and it's more powerful. <laughs> I'm buying that one. You know, like, yeah. you know, discourse. That's what happens when people disagree with something and then other people disagree yeah. with those people. But now you can't disagree with the YouTube video publicly. They're taking away the dislike button count. Taking it away. Thingies and stuff. So I, I've a mixed mind about this. Mm-hmm. There are certain contexts where I feel like it, it is just objectively useful. Yeah. Like tutorials, tutorials kinds of things. Yeah. Just like there's tons of times where I'm like, how do you do something? And then I'll go to a video and it's like 50% dislikes. So I was like, I'm just not going to watch this video. Yeah. So that it. It, it was worthwhile and like should have some way of showing that well um i'm personally for the broader purposes of it i'm fine with it if yeah. i'm being honest you know like i it's, think i don't know i could see it going a lot of different ways um i'm sure youtube didn't even do it for the best of reasons but like i don't like i don't, I don't like I most of the reasons that <laughs> a lot of people like Wine. mass dislike videos yeah, exactly. anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that there's a solution to this that doesn't have to be the one that they came to and it could yeah. like solve everything. Um, <laughs> that's not even that hard. Like yeah. everybody's like go-to, like mm-hmm. the rebuttal for like, and I think it's the only one that I've heard get brought up that was like actually a good one mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is the tutorial thing, right? Yeah. You right. know, it's the easy solution to that. If a video is deemed a tutorial, Mm-hmm. Making it impossible to turn the dislikes off. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Problem solved. But also, also, the thing is, like, most of the people that are, like, talking about this also bring up the fact that it's like, oh, you're just doing this because people dislike YouTube mm. Rewind. And if you're mad that that's why they're turning it off, that's proof to me that you're using the dislikes <laughs> for the wrong reason. <laughs> Uh, yeah. like because how people ended up using dislikes mm-hmm. and the purpose of dislikes yes. are two different things right and even like uh mkbhd he made a video talking about like how people use dislikes and a lot of times mm-hmm. it's like oh they use it because they disagree with the video and blah blah, blah. And it's mm-hmm. like yeah well you right there prove that that's not like that's not what it's for it's not mm-hmm. to be like oh i don't like that this person said this thing that i mm-hmm. disagree with in the right. video that they made on their channel right <laughs> like <laughs> yeah is the video bad is the video misleading did, like did, mm-hmm. did they like is something objectively wrong with the video that's yeah. what the dislike button is for but it's like oh they they said that freaking uh they gave pokemon aqua i mean uh alpha sapphire a, mm-hmm. a 7.8 or whatever dislike like yeah that's stupid ultimately like what what that should mean is i don't like it when you make videos about pokemon you know like yeah, in terms yep. of like the the real i don't like that you make videos function. about pokemon this this video is poorly edited this yeah. video isn't actually doesn't serve about me pokemon well. you yeah, know like, right exactly those kinds of things and i mean the the truth is like art not artists um like people the you know 
people will still see their own dislikes on their videos and yeah. stuff. So like that kind of thing can definitely still come true. I think what I don't love in general with things, and this is just a symptom of it is like bandwagoning yeah. in general. And that's like just what oftentimes I feel like happens with like mass disliked things. Um, but I mean, yeah. sometimes not, sometimes it's literally calling somebody out for like, man, you did a terrible thing yeah. or whatever. Yep. Um, so it's, it's a tricky thing, but if but you're like, calling them out, like, what does it matter if it's public or not? You know? Right. Yes, but exactly. At the same yeah. time, at the yeah. same time, YouTube is talking about like how it's like, it's because like dislikes mm-hmm. or like they affect mental health and all this stuff. Yeah. Right. And then there's like the argument of like, well, they can still see it. But then <laughs> yeah. there's the counter argument to that where it's like, you can only see it if you look for it. Right. <laughs> you know, um, so yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I think, think that- really the, the narrow view is I think in the context of our world and stuff, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm thankful for it. Dislikes don't matter because (laughs) more often than not, even the videos that were like, man, this is really good. Like I remember um, Uh what video it was like the, the, uh, the freaking ripoff, the switch online video or whatever. You're like, man, like people really don't like this video. I'm like, damn, this video probably has like 90, like, Oh God, bleep that out. Uh, (laughs) Oh, so long. Like this video probably has like, 400 dislikes like it's insanity and it was like 80 percent like ratio i'm like i mean that's higher than usual but uh-huh. like it's not bad like it's still a positive like ratio mm-hmm. um and that's because like on the whole like we don't get a whole lot of dislikes but yeah. i do think that it's not good that people can weaponize dislikes yes, in that right. way even if which i mean according to youtube and according to all the data that i've seen dislikes don't do to videos what people think they do to videos in mm-hmm. fact in these like campaigns where people like the new call of duty got announced and i hate it <laughs> like that just drives the views up because you're just yeah. driving traffic to the video <laughs> um so it's like Yep. I think that the, the actual solution to this is to not allow people to engage with videos that they have not seen a certain percentage of. Like, yeah. even if that percentage is you need to have watched 10% of this video to engage with this video, that would be great. Um, mm-hmm. But they're not going to do that because then it drives down engagement on videos as a whole because like less people would be able to comment because not a lot of people are going to watch the video to be able to comment, you know? So it's yeah, like, it's true. Yeah. Like Trev said, YouTube sees engagement as engagement. Yeah, That's they just do. That's true. Yep. So I don't know. I mean, with all these things, it's something that will have changed. And then eventually people are just going to be like, remember when you could see those, you know, and yeah. like, it's like, it's like the star system where it's like, oh, I can't believe they're doing likes and dislikes instead of yeah. giving stars. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, nobody ever I thinks barely remembered that there yeah. even were stars at some point, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And that's it for the news. That last one was barely even Nintendo news, but you know, it's relevant in some ways. True. Um, oh, the switch online video. That was like, that was like a lot of the, like, if I saw any Nintendo related person. Oh yes. Like right. that's what, like that how was how they were, um, mm-hmm. start like setting up the conversation. It was like, we can't dislike Nintendo switch online video anymore. Yep. It's like, yeah, that's, like, I mean, you <laughs> still can, but the thing could, is, then yeah. it's honestly, it's more, it's more honest because there is a degree for sure to which if I see a video and then I see 
like just knowing nothing about it. And then I see the like to dislike ratio and it's you way disliked. I'm like, videos, man. what's, yeah. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, and then you look up video? the controversy and it's really easy to get swept up in controversy. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like if you don't know anything about the things and don't already have like pre-established concepts or whatever about that topic, um, it's easy to be like um, a friend of Mitch's that pretty much, especially it was like early 2019 or something, all of the like major uh, Nintendo controversy things, like he was so mad that Waluigi wasn't in Smash and so mad that like all of the, and Paper Mario was, okay, so I guess it was 2020. Um, mm. The Paper Mario was what it was. He was, you know, fierce. I was like, man, I... I feel like either you're just, you know, listening to the people that have just those opinions um, or just aren't probably taking a whole bunch of different stuff in and that's, you know, fine or whatever. Um, but those are just really easy, popular opinions to have that are just the controversy of the day. Um, mm. So not having that be like front and center can kind of sometimes be helpful. Um, and honestly, like thinking specifically for switch online, imagining somebody who doesn't know anything about it, sees the trailer for switch online, they're like, oh, that's cool. And they normally would be like, because people are sometimes fine with it. Like, oh, it's $50 for that a year. All right, cool. Right. It's only 30 or, more than, or they're like $50. I'm not buying it. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very fine. Um, but it's as soon as they see the massive dislike ratio and they're like $50. Oh Yeah. Yeah, that is, you know, like yeah. that's the annoying and part about also, it. Also, <laughs> it's like, I think, and this is coming from somebody that has been creating content on this website for years at this point, right? I only think to engage with a video when I know it's like a creator, you know, uh -huh. where it's like, yeah. oh, this is a person that I can help, <laughs> you know, but it's like, <laughs> I'm not like watching a Nintendo video and be like, I'm going to comment on this or I'm going to click the like button. You know, I was like, yeah. I watched the direct and I go on about my day. <laughs> right. Um, but what, another thing that I was going to say about the, um, about the, like, uh, people making up their minds before they watch the thing based off of the like and dislike mm -hmm. ratio thing. It reminds me of when my oldest niece, when she was like a toddler, whenever mm -hmm. she would like like trip or something like that yep. it's like okay we can't we can't we have to wait for her reaction yes to, to gauge what our reaction needs to be uh-huh because if we <laughs> overreact she will overreact <laughs> we're already it, getting to that point with Ezra we're, I mean we're not we're not getting there but we're getting to the point where we're starting to have to be conscious of it mm -hmm. and like if she falls being like oh so silly or whatever you know um because yeah 100 percent, it's it, like reactionary to the authority figure at that point which mm -hmm. figure in this case is she could like ezra could be sitting there being like this didn't hurt me at all yeah but like they're freaking out so i should be like they're they're mm -hmm. the adults <laughs> they've been here so i need to be crying because they're scared <laughs> like so it's yep. like it's like yeah man like it's true people you gotta just react for yourself man yeah <laughs> Um, and speaking of reacting for yourself, some people reacted to the video that we made. Um, uh, this one's specifically the one that I made talking about online expansions and stuff and things coming to like DLC, yeah. whatever coming to the expansion pack. So here's some comments. Um, Toshinga Toko said, I just want more Animal Crossing DLC, to be honest. I'd give up all of my 50 plus Switch collection for more Animal Crossing nonsense. Man. Gasp. How dare you? <laughs> Imagine some, uh, some fervor there. Yeah. 
I'm here for it. I mean, you know, I want more Animal Crossing DLC. I'd be down for that. I I would be down. Like I would give Nintendo uh freaking five more dollars to my switch <laughs> online subscription every year yeah. <laughs> every year they were like here's more animal crossing dlc yeah <laughs> so like, until i'm done you know like yeah. w- once i'm done playing if they're like all right like and i just stop paying for it yeah. um but or if it was like a thing that's like it's not a part of the switch online just give them 25 dollars if it was yep. like the dlc that we got this year Cause it gives me more reasons to play a game that I do like playing. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like I ever want, like actively want to stop playing animal crossing, mm-hmm. but like when it gets boring, I'm done, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Any reason for it to not get boring, then I won't be, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. I always wonder how long it's going to be until the next one with these games that like, like smash or whatever. The fact that there's DLC, does that fill in the gaps between the, the game and its sequel or does it push the sequel out further i think with smash we know that it pushes the sequel out further for sure um uh, and i mean i, I guess i wouldn't say that. you don't think so um because like with with smash 4 like they were working on dlc and Ultimate yeah that's i mean um and like yeah. it was like even back then it was kind of obvious like bayonetta She's an ultimate character. She's a Smash Bros. Mm. ultimate character. She's not a Smash 4 character. And that's why yeah. she was broken. Because it was like, oh, no, this character can just throw out aerials <laughs> for free. And, like, and that's like, yeah. that's ultimate's like meta is that it's like, mm. oh, aerials are free because they have low end lag. So I can just throw out this aerial and it protect me with a hitbox. And if mm-hmm. you come at me, I'm just going to throw out another one and it's fine. Being <laughs> that, that was her whole game plan. It was like, I'm going to throw as many hitboxes as I possibly can um that's less so a thing with Sora like Sora doesn't really feel like like Mm -hmm. oh this is a different type of character like this character doesn't belong in this video game so it might mean that for the next Smash Brothers game after Ultimate Mm -hmm. but definitely with like previous Smash games they didn't really like DLC didn't really yeah matter in that way I mean, I can imagine for Smash Ultimate, there's also an element of like Smash 4 was on the Wii U. And so they were like, yep. we need to get Smash Ultimate going as soon as we possibly, you know, like mm. something for the Switch as soon as we but can. I could but yeah, see, yeah. Even, even like discounting like what uh, what, uh, uh, Sakurai said. Also, yeah. I, I don't know why the thing that was coming to my head was Miyamoto. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the like the stuff that Sakurai was saying about like, I don't want to make this game anymore. Yeah. Blah, 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 like, he says it all the time. Yeah. And like, I could equally see Nintendo seeing that Ultimate is the best selling fighting mm-hmm. game, let alone Smash game. Uh, yeah. That they're like, all right, dude, get get to work on the next one. Right. And that just being the thing, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, cool, cool to the video said, I think adding DLC for Breath of the Wild or Pokemon could make or would make Nintendo look at the service and go, there's too much value here, and then maybe stop. (laughs) I'm thinking a more reasonable DLC would be Mario Party slash tennis slash golf. And that's just assuming they do add more. They already confirmed more N64 games as marketing, so I don't know why they'd keep the DLC additions a secret. It would pull more people, I think. The maybe they still maybe they're still on the fence about it, so they don't want to promise anything. I don't know. I'll keep assuming that's it for DLC until they announce otherwise. I hope this comment ages like milk. LOL. <laughs> um, I think that Breath of the Wild is like possible. I think Pokemon is not. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, like we talk about all the time, like Pokemon is yeah, like, 
their own thing. Maybe if Pokemon company is feeling particularly gracious, they're like, all right, cool, fine. We'll give you Pokemon. We'll throw you a bone. Uh, but I highly doubt. Yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild, I think that that's possible. I could see that if they do do DLC for Breath of the Wild. The Legend of Zelda, the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, I can see DLC being added to that for that. Yeah. Um, but I could see the argument being made that it's like this has too much value because like mm-hmm. they do have to like walk that line for their own yeah. interest, you know? Because um, they could always want to increase the price. Uh, like if you look at pretty much every successful subscription service, mm-hmm. they're made with the goal to continue to increase the price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're not thinking like, okay, we're going to continue to add content to this and it's just going to cost the same. It's like, no, we're mm-hmm. going to continue to add content to this to continue to add value to this to make more money. You know, like, yeah. I think to me, the thing, the smartest thing for them to do, especially regarding the second point in this of them not announcing the deals, like, if they haven't announced more DLC, probably there's no more DLC coming, that kind of a thing. Um, a, I could see that on one hand. However, I think the smartest thing to do if you're announcing a new service that you know you're going to trickle stuff out for is to announce as little as possible that you think the most people are going to be okay with the price for mm. as little as possible. So yeah. like if they had only announced the 9 and 64 games and, or sorry, if they announced, you know, Happy Home Paradise, Sega Genesis games, and the nine and 64 games, and even just didn't include the next N64 games, that makes like just a huge difference of A, those games, and like, oh, Banjo-Kazooie, oh, Majora's Mask, you know, whatever. Um, but then also the implications of like more things are coming. Like that's mm-hmm. um, a small thing that whether those games those games would come out whether we knew about them or not kind of a thing. Right. Um, but knowing about them, makes i mean there was still controversy people are still gonna be mad um but in large part people still probably bought the service from the sounds of it um and arguably maybe they misjudged the you know the market to some degree at least that they should have announced a little bit more than they did to mm. kind of get that gap closed a little bit more but um yeah i think it would if they had one other it's it's kind of opening the floodgates where if they do if they announce just the one DLC then we can assume just the one DLC but as soon as they announce a second one then then we assume a lot more yeah. and maybe they're not ready for us to make those assumptions yet yeah you know I, th- but I think the yeah. safer route just across the board is to mm-hmm. announce as little as possible yeah all the time at all times especially right now like yeah at all times but definitely right now (laughs) (laughs) like uh because stuff like metroid prime 4 happens where Mm -hmm. it's like we might get done with this in time and then you don't and then you just have people like beating down your door for a thing that you announced may happen soon yeah but it's very not happening soon and what did you get for that yeah just backlash like you 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 might have got hype in that moment but what does hype actually get you like what percentage of people that hears about a thing right when like the the hype reel you know how many mm-hmm. people are really running out and buying a switch right when they see the metro prime 4 logo i yeah. wager not many so mm-hmm. it's not really worth saying like we're we're planning on doing this thing and here's something that might happen and mm-hmm. then the deal falls from under them right and then you just have people that are mad <laughs> like if you're going to be mad either way, I'd rather have you mad at what I know I can give you than mm-hmm. mad at me maybe being able to give you something and then having to fall through. Like, yeah. 
It's true. Yep. Unrealized potential is, or unrealized expectations is, is always rough. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah, I agree. Um, next one from common gamer, um, said, ideally I'd like for them to do with this, like how Sony with PlayStation plus would be like, Oh, it's game. Oh, this game is on sale since you're a plus member extra savings. I can't mm-hmm. tell you the amount of games I wouldn't have gotten, like say a Dylan who in my head canon is out of commission. Cause he needs some, <laughs> for uh that that horse ivermectin yeah ivermectin i've never heard it said said out loud uh and people will keep talking it all um that i only tried because it was on sale became a fan and continued to buy things from okay i need to like repiece this together to understand everything that it's saying but um okay so basically that like ideally with this we'll get more discounts or something like that on mm-hmm. games and then because of that more people will try games and that i i guess this switch, person... i thought switch online does do that it doesn't do it as often for sure. yeah it doesn't but i mean it definitely does some um yeah i mean i, I mean it does the it. like game trials and stuff that like actually i downloaded i haven't played it at all yet but right now they've got a um uh Neo, world ends with you world yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. and so i just downloaded it because i was like i don't know what it's like so yeah i'll give it a little go um i'm quite positive that i'm not going to buy it at the end of it but it would be nice to like understand that franchise just a little bit more you know so i was kind of mad that they didn't do that like because they did it with arms and that seat <laughs> like that right there mm-hmm. like the fact that they did the like game trial with arms a couple times actually mm-hmm. and not a single time did they discount it it's like this uh, just yeah. proves to you like how much confidence they have in their ip and like how the, how well their games sell because like a game like that, that yeah. like the gaming, like the, the vocal minority is like, people hate this video game. It failed on arrival. It was DOA, like DOA and all this stuff, right? And yeah. Nintendo's like, I mean, we'll let you try it, but you're paying full price if you like it. <laughs> so like, I don't yeah. know, man. <laughs> it's true. Uh, hang on. Can we pause real quick and then we'll uh, be right back up. For anybody who is watching it, it just paused and then it came back and now there's a (laughs) (laughs) So if you hear noises, it's probably me, you know, no, just kidding. It's a baby. Um, I do have to leave in a minute. So we're going to close up with some Q and a just because people ask questions and we want to make sure that they got the opportunity to have them answered and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I just remembered, I actually forgot to grab one from last week here from john francis so i'm gonna put that up here all right so here we go some questions from youtube community uh let 64 i asked if people got dread or planning on getting dread or anything like that um and 57 percent of people said they did get dread already 23 percent said they will buy dread so that's interesting that's cool 11 percent aren't sure if dreads for them and 8% said they're not interested in it at all. So I'm sure like our demographic is fairly skewed already towards people who would be interested in it. Uh (laughs) So um, yeah, that, but interesting still that even within that 23% of people were like, yeah, I'm going to get, I just haven't yet. So that says good things for future sales, I guess. Mm -hmm. I wonder Um, what the boost will be for the holidays. Yeah. That's what I wonder too. I mean, I still feel somewhat strongly that, um, that game awards could be pretty strong for it, but I mean, maybe yeah. not. 
you know, maybe that's not a thing. Is it, like, do I we think it know is. Nomin- we don't know nominees for Game Awards. Not right? yet, but it probably pretty soon, like mm. within the next week or so, I yeah. guess. Um, because it's, it's like December, like three seventh, usually it's like, yeah, right, right about that. Mm. Seventh, fifth, a hundredth. Mm. I don't know. Uh, let 64 said got dread day one and have loved it. The movement feels so good. And it makes, it makes it fun to go back and try out all the sequence breaks. The community has found. I've played a few Metroid games in the past, prime Two, pinball hunters and super. It's a bit of an eclectic assortment, but it is what it is. And dread has really renewed my interest in the franchise. Hopefully someday I'll finally get around to playing the rest of the series. Nice. Yeah. Checks out. Um, Axcon said, still waiting for the in-depth Kirby and the Forgotten Land breakdown. Ironically, I thought about talking about that this week. Not quite that video exactly, but um, something like that. Uh, Maybe. Probably. I mean, I started that script, but I just never finished it. But I'm making Mario. (laughs) I'll do Kirby (laughs) on a week that I'm not dying and there's nothing else more pertinent. Because the main reason why I'm not doing Kirby yet is because, like, we don't know that much. So it's, like, really Mm -hmm. a lot of, like, just based off of, like, what we've seen. Yeah. The stuff that it's like, ah, this looks like it could be this, this, and this, you know? Yeah. At this point, it feels like we know the the gameplay elements, but we don't know the gameplay loop at all. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a lot of what we like to talk about anyway is like kind of how how the game is orchestrated more so than just like what the individual like movement stuff is yeah so yeah uh pika pika one said dread was my first metroid game and i loved it took me about a week to beat it but it was so satisfying nice i need to finish that game yeah you do (laughs) a common gamer said i still need to buy breath of the wild yeah i haven't played that yet i know i gotta catch up how dare you it's so good um then questions from twitter alec kleinman said i want to know what you guys think about any potential game slash announcement reveals um at the game awards as well as your personal nominees for game of the year i'm gonna save that one because we're gonna end up yeah we're, yeah we're, we're gonna for sure do like a whole yeah. thing it's true all right and now questions from discord sorry we're rushing through these a little bit y'all but wanted to make sure that we hit everything um Last week, John and Francis asked, best place to get barbecue and why is it somewhere in the South? LOL. Uh, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah, agreed. <laughs> I, I mean, know. there's a lot Probably of different Texas. kinds, but yeah. Texas is like where I hear about barbecue all the time. I had yep. barbecue one time in Texas, but. <laughs> yeah. Memphis is also a strong contender. They're pretty up there for, for barbecue specifically. So one of those. Uh, re- LOL. Real question. Wait, is, is Ben going off? I hear notifications. Okay, no, Ben didn't even say anything about barbecue. Nice. <laughs> uh, but then you got to deal with going, going to Texas. to Texas. I mean, that's the case for most, if not uh, all, of the South. So, <laughs> and I I, if I gotta go somewhere for barbecue, I'm, I gotta find the best one. You know, that's right. Yeah, gotta make it worth your trip. Yeah, if I'm going to the South, they better have the best barbecue. Uh huh. Um, real question though, he says, What do you think? It's true. Um, There's another Alec, you got to fight him to the death. Yeah, pretty much. That's mm-hmm. how it works. Um, what do you think about what comes after Breath of the Wild 2? Uh, Breath of the Wild 3. There you go. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's a good question. I would want more time, I think, to answer it than I have now, but I think a long pause of that, um, more like remakes and like smaller kinds of things. Not that like Skyward Sword is small, but it's, you know, it's a remake. So 
smaller in some regard? I think that, I mean, either like maybe that that's what they do, but if they do, I could see them also doing remakes with that mindset, you know, yeah, where true. it's like they do Pokemon or they, they used to until they until Game Freak got lazy, you know, <laughs> um, they were like reimagine the older uh-huh. Pokemon games and the current engines and stuff like that. I could see yeah. them being like Ocarina of Time, but it's a good game this time, which is <laughs> Breath of the Wild, but Ocarina of Time's like story and stuff, like yeah, that, you know. I mean, I'd be down for sure. Um, and then, okay, yeah, and then he clarifies the question, but we already kind of answered it a little bit. So there you go. Um, Rise Game <laughs> said, will you be getting the epic Shin Megami Tensei 5? Absolutely not. Well, I don't know <laughs> if Parker is, but I- Maybe at some point not. in the future. <laughs> I'm, I very much like, I don't know. I don't feel like a, much of a need for getting new games right now. Like I've got certain, like I bought Eastward and haven't even started it yet. And I'd like- to have played most of the games i have at least a little bit so that i can talk about them by the end of the year mm. um so yeah uh so probably not but maybe eventually it sounds like it's really really good and it would be up my alley once i do play it but i just don't have much of the time for obvious reasons such as this baby <laughs> right now That's true, true. have her play it there you go yeah oh she'd be you want to catch some demons invite them over to your teams she said no Oh, or did you? Um, Alec asked, <laughs> uh, am I just a Final Fantasy shill or does Chocobo yes. GP actually look good? Or is it just that we've all, that all we've had and wait, or is it just that we've all had enough Mario Kart 8? I don't know. I haven't seen enough of that of that game. I saw the, the trailer and I was like, this looks like Mario Kart. Yep. That's enough. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. It could look like a good video game. Um, I totally agreed. Like as far as the like depth and the balancing and those kinds of things that like kind of do matter, even though you don't want them to sort of like, I don't know about that, but like just visually and like driving wise from the bits that I saw, which is the exact same thing you did. It's just the trailer from the direct. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, man, this actually looks surprisingly good as well. So if you're yeah, if you're into Final Fantasy, especially, I can see that being a thing. Which I guess maybe you are, Alec. I don't know. <laughs> that you know, today I found out that Alec Bakes. Uh, today I <laughs> guess I also figured out that he likes Final Fantasy. I guess he learns something new every day. Who would have known? Um, but th- that does seem like it's starting to become a trend where it's like a thing that was always a thing is companies copying other companies and being like, mm-hmm. oh, Mario Kart, that's a game that's great. We should make mm-hmm. one of those, but it's gonna suck. Uh, it seems like companies are starting to be like, but what if, what if we, we made our clones job. good video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so within smash clones and yep. those kinds mm-hmm. of things and yep. yeah so i feel you i could see it uh-huh and lastly sardi asked ps5 and xbox one year how much does aj love his ps5 um i think i turned it on two times uh since <laughs> the last time i mentioned my playstation 5 one of which was an accident <laughs> yeah there you go yeah it's i mean people are enjoying it i guess but uh which is great you know but yeah for sure there's the chip shortage is palpable like for that and other things but yeah it's crazy and with that that's all the questions and uh we gotta go so thanks everybody for listening 
Here, I'll let you close up shop. Go for like, it. Like, comment, subscribe. Tell your friends. <laughs> rate the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. Would Here's you like a word more? from Ezra. Orange or green? Say some words. She wants to say something. Oh, she's just eating instead. She forgot. She forgot. <laughs> <laughs> she's just breathing into the microphone. All right. <laughs> Get out of the... Uh... All right, that's it. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.